My intuition is telling me there'll be better days. My intuition is telling me there'll be better days. I like this tone. Yeah. My intuition is telling me there'll be better days. I sit in silence and find whenever I meditate. My fears alleviate. My tears evaporate. My faith don't deviate. Ideas don't have a date. But see, I'm growing and getting stronger with every breath. Bringing me closer to heaven's doors with every step. As we speak, I'm at peace. No longer scared to die. Most niggas don't believe in God, and so they terrified. It's either that or they be fearing they gon' go to hell. Asking the Father for forgiveness got them overwhelmed. As it be spiteful, like them white folks that control the jail. See, I believe if God is really never judge a man. Because he knows us all and therefore he would understand. The ignorance to make a nigga take his brother life. The bitterness and pain that got him beating on his wife. Like, I know you desperate for a change, let the pen glide. But the only real change come from inside. But the only real change come from inside. But the only real change come from inside. Hey, good people. Can you believe we're in October? Man, I can't. It feels like the months are flying. I saw something on the gram that said October is grindtober. And when I read it, I was like, ooh, I felt that. I'm reminded of that constantly. You know, October is a month of change. In October, we witness a lot of things. The leaves change colors. And we also see the old fall off. We are literally in the season of fall. (laughs) One of my favorite seasons, by the way. So don't be afraid to fall. Just remember to get back up when you do. You know, don't discount yourself because you fall or because you fell. Like Nipsey said, you got to L, but got to E for effort. Always apply that effort. Always. You see, October is a month of shedding. It's a month of releasing. It's a month of embracing the changes that are supposed to come internally and externally. And so remember to live in color, you know, let the light shine in and let your light shine out. For me personally, October is the perfect month and season for running. This time last year, I began to train myself for a 5K that I was doing in November. Homeless for the holidays was the name of the race. It was a good little, you know, good little race. Thank you for my brother, Marcus, who completed the race with me and encouraged me to do so. He's like the best running partner for me. (laughs) Running is so therapeutic, especially running outdoors. It just does something to my spirit. During this time of the year, you can always catch me running down Kelly Drive or around the neighborhood. You know, the goal for me is to look like my special guest of the hour when I'm running snatched people, okay? I want my waist small, my stomach on flat, and my ass fat, okay? (laughs) But ultimately, I just want to run down the drive with my sports bra on and some shorts of legging like these white girls be, just running and getting it. (laughs) I have to run outdoors. I hear God more clearly when I do. It's like our special time together with no distraction because your girl can be easily distracted. I will even use talking to others as a distraction, especially if it's something I don't want to do and I'm avoiding it. I will talk and listen and be like, "Mm -hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and stay on the phone for hours. So now that I'm honest with myself with that, 
I'm holding myself more accountable with not staying on the phone as much, especially during the season. And for all those who call me and like to be on the phone with me, please try not to stay on the phone with me because, again, I will stay on the phone. So help me. I appreciate you. You know, October for me is a busy month because it's so many birthdays in my family. And if y'all don't know, I come from a huge family. So birthdays are very, very special. My dad and my brother and my grandma's birthday all are in which two to one week apart from each other. And with birthdays at my house, we really do like, you know, really intimate, but we read um, birthday cards. We sit around the table. We read the birthday cards. We eat cake and ice cream. And then we share a good meal together because y'all know we love to eat over here. <laughs> and during this month, I always have the urge to run because my attitude and my spirit shifts around this particular month as well. And I guess it's my coping with the loss of my grandmother, honestly. And her birthday is a hard reminder So, you know, sometimes I have to really think how long it's been because honestly, it still feels like it just happened. You know, grieving is a process. It's a process that I am now allowing myself to do so, even knowing that she's in a better place. I used to think that I couldn't grieve because somehow I believe me not grieving meant that I was discounting the belief in knowing that she was in a better place if that makes sense. Like, if I know she's in a better place, then I can't grieve. But that's not true. And when I said I used to think that was literally like three, four days ago (laughs) by talking to my friend and my therapist. So, you know, you got to allow yourself to grieve. And however long it takes, you got to do it. So running helps me to release, to channel my spirit on God and be one with him in nature. I told you all I love nature. And most likely, I get my love from nature from my dad. So shout out to my dad. Thank you for putting that in my spirit. So I told y'all on my last episode that this month, we will be doing all things fitness. I know y'all wondering why I keep naming the series All Things. And honestly, I've asked myself that question like, hey, why you keep saying all things? And honestly, it's because when I do things, I like to put my all into it. And because God is in all things, literally, I mean, he's in all the things I do and am, even down to the nastiest things, (laughs) y'all. And if that's too much honesty for y'all, turn this off right now, okay? So for October, it's fitness. And the reason why I chose it is because sometimes we fall off the bandwagon, especially since COVID is happening. But I'm here to remind you and myself that although we are almost towards the end of the year, October is a good month to bounce back from your fall and get back on track. Even if you didn't have a good start, you can always have a good finish. Don't compare or worry yourself with others. Just focus on you and grind October out and get yourself back on track. So... I would like to introduce y'all to Jen, a.k.a. Coach Stiley. And y'all, she's out here looking like Meg's sister with the body yachty. Stiley for real. Okay, all natural. (laughs) Welcome, Jen. Welcome to Good Food, Good People Podcast. How are you and how have you been growing? And did I say your name right, Coach Stiley? Absolutely. It's Coach Stiley. Thanks for having me, Ari. Thanks for having me on here. I'm doing well. I've been doing well. I've been very busy. Like you said, October is definitely grind-tober. So 
I've been definitely grinding this month. It feels like it's been a whole month already. But yeah, I'm good. I'm so glad to hear that. So Jen, I asked all my guests, what have they been consuming? Because you know, we are what we consume. So tell me, tell us what you've been consuming personally, spiritually, physically, mentally. I'm all ears. And can I just say this? Whatever you're consuming, Jen, it must be good because your skin is is so flawless. Thank you. Um, Just like you, fitness for me is not just physical. It's like a full spectrum where it's mental, emotional, spiritual, and the physical. So I try to make my whatever I ingest very streamlined. And I try to whatever, you know, I try to really tailor and control what I observe and what I receive, even through social media and the shows that I watch. Just as an, a list, the things that I'm consuming right now, obviously my my Bible every morning, my devotional, every morning prayer, I have prayer books on prayer books. So I, I try to keep my spiritual activity very active. I'm talking to God several times during the day. I'm into like several devotionals a day. So that's how I start my morning. That's how I set my tone, always on a spiritual level with my days. In terms of mental, I do audiobooks all the time. Even when I work out, I listen to audiobooks. Right now I'm reading Renee. Um, she's a psychologist, Daring Greatly. And it's a book that helps you live in abundance and not scarcity. It helps you live in a shameless lifestyle where you can step into your light without having to deal with all the noise that comes with it. So it's an awesome book. It's a really awesome book. I recommend it for anyone going through something, anyone trying to level up and trying to come out and step into their light. It really does help. In terms of physically, I work out every day. It's therapy for me. Literally, I have to be active in some way, even on the weekends, whether it's hiking or yoga or just taking walks. I like to be up. I don't like to be sedentary all the time. And in terms of my mental, I actually have a therapist that I go to biweekly. I decided to make that investment about a year ago, a year or some change ago. It was something that I was like, I need to figure out and work through my trauma, the trauma that the things that are affecting the way that I see the world, the things that are affecting my decisions. If I'm going to be this woman that I want to be, I really need to do some introspection, some, some looking in, into myself and seeing my therapist. It really helps me confront some of the things that either I was too prideful to confront or too uh, hurt to confront. So that's an ongoing thing for me. My mental space has to be clear, you know, and through my readings too, I try to make sure that I'm in that positive, half glass full type of thought process all the time. Mm, that's so good. I just started reading Healing the Soul of a Woman by Joyce Myers because I told my therapist like, yo, I feel my traumas and I need help. Like, I don't know what I'm avoiding. I don't know the roadblocks that are there, but and like you said, it's a very transformative season. The leaves are falling off. So like you, we're shedding and we should be trying to make sure that we are growing. You know, we're not the same person that we were last year, you know, so. Yes. How has October been going for you? Like what's your goals for this month, specifically your fitness goals? So my fitness goals vary. Right now, I'm actually, it's it's actually a relaxed month for me. A couple months ago, I did a 30-day raw vegan cleanse. And that was getting me getting ready for the new season as well. I detox all the time. Like detoxing is something that I recommend that people should do more often because of even though you you might be plant-based or you might be vegetarian, 
certain things that we ingest are very toxic still. Detoxing not just your body, but your mind, your soul, your spirit. But currently my goals are just to maintain in terms of physically. I am at a place now where more of my fitness goals are geared towards helping other people. So what it looks like for me, I'm just maintaining. And like I said, it's a relaxed month, so I'm not as disciplined or not as rigid with my diet this month. I literally listen to what my body tells me because I've been going so hard the prior months. I was like, okay, this month, especially with September, the change of the seasons, I was like, okay, I transitioned. I did the detox. Now it's October. I can relax a little bit before November and December because another detox is coming. So it really just depends on how my body is feeling, how I set my goals. And this month, like I said, is a more relaxed month, but I'm maintaining literally working out every day is still my, is still what I do. You know, it's not as crazy for me to eat like so rigid this month. You get me? Okay. Yep. I do. I do. Wow. The raw, how was the raw eating? Cause I've, I watched you on Instagram though. I'm like, Ooh, I like you no know, red peppers raw, but I don't know if I can eat, warm my food up in the sun. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah. It was interesting. It was very interesting because I like to cook. And even though I have been plant-based, like I've, I've had intervals, like the longest I've been plant-based about a year is some change. So I, I had experience with that. So it wasn't difficult not eating meat. The difficult part was not using my stove. For me, I like to mix spices and let it sit a little bit before I throw in everything. Like I'm big on marinating. I'm big on like, you know, letting the pot simmer. So that's what I miss. But after the cleanse, there was so much clarity in regards to like other aspects of my life. So it wasn't just, like I said, everything that I do, it doesn't just apply to the physical, it has a greater effect. So being able to do that where I had to learn a new way of cooking, I had to buy new appliances, well, not cooking, we're preparing my meals. I had to buy new appliances. I had to look up recipes. Obviously, I would freak them based on my taste palette, but really get inventive with how, how I was eating. So I wasn't eating a salad every day. I wasn't eating like wraps every day. I had to really think outside of the box of like, how can I manipulate this this walnut to taste like spaghetti sauce? That part about it empowered me. So I was like, I'm really taking control of what I actually put in my body. Like there were no processed foods. So was, there was no getting like, we, I literally had to read every label, the back of every label before I bought everything to make sure that everything that I was ingesting wasn't processed or wasn't pasteurized or it was crazy, but it gave me so much control. And so for those 30 days, I saw the changes in my body, which were, which were awesome, but for me, it wasn't the changes in my body because I can still achieve those changes without the diet. It was more so how much of control I had over my life, like really taking my health into my hands and making sure that if I wanted to feel a certain type of way in the morning, I was eating a certain type of food the night before, or if I wanted to perform a certain type of way in my workouts, I was picking the right type of meal. Like, And with uh, being raw, you have to, because you're not getting the nutrients that meat might afford or certain foods might afford, you have to make sure that you're still getting the nutrients that you need without cooking your food, which actually is actually easier because you, when you cook food, you do actually um, lose some of the nutrients in the, in the food. I just felt great. I look great. It just became a month of like literally a metamorphosis because I was like, if I can take this much control over my my meals and I'm not lazy, then I can take this much control over my life. Like everything that I do, I can literally say, no, I don't want to do that. Yes, I want to do that and follow through with it and commit to it. So it was it was transformative. Like that's the best word I can say for this for the um, for the cleanse. It was transformative. 
Yeah, it definitely takes a lot of preparation and you have to be in the mental space for it. So yeah, take your time. Take your time. What does it mean to be healthy? Like what does healthiness look like for you and what does it require? I would say healthiness is about how you feel. A lot of people get it misconstrued. Like if you have abs, you're healthy. If you are a certain weight, you're healthy. But I think it's about how you feel. So for me, it's when you work out, do you breathe heavy? When you are you able to walk a mile and feel still feel good? Are you able to wake up and have energy without getting three cups of coffee? You know, so those are the things that that's my measure of healthiness is literally how you feel. The type of energy that you're projecting out is healthy, too. So. What type of vibes, what type of energy are you putting out into the universe? Are you a negative person? Are you a positive person? I think healthiness is like an aura. So if you're mentally, if you're in a good space, if you're spiritually in a good space, if you are emotionally in a good space, then you're healthy because I feel like those aspects can affect your health, your total health. So you can have a great diet. You can work out all the time. But if you are a negative person, it would affect your health fully, you know? So it's a multi-layered thing. And I think it's a combination of what you ingest and also what you put out into the universe. That's so good. It reminds me, I don't know if you saw it, but it's a documentary on Netflix called Heal, H-E-A-L. And it talks about like autoimmune diseases and like a lot of stuff that goes on and how like, you know, science and doctors can only tell you so much, but like the real healing is who you are and what you are on the inside, what you're holding on to and what you're not releasing. And like, you can get really sick by stressing yourself out. You can literally develop tumors from, from your mental, what goes on in your head and people, you know, they don't associate the two, but they're very related. Very. I, all you listeners go check out that documentary because it's so real. Like definitely go check it out. What and why did you begin this journey on maintaining fitness? You know, some people, and I'm knocking those people, they choose the path of plastic surgery and then maintain from there. But that's not your journey. You know, you doing it, doing it, you doing it, and doing it, and doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like I said, wellness is actually what made me decide to go down the fitness path. Because in high school, I was active. I was on, like, all three seasons I was on the team. I did, well winter season was like step team but we still worked out we still worked out with like other teams so it was softball stepping and I did volleyball as well so after graduating high school going to college college I had the unlimited meal plan wife and left you know everything we had the 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 personal pies I forget the, I forget the halls, the dining halls. King Mary's with the mac and cheese. Yes. Yes. Till two in the morning, you know. I worked at Connolly. So like that breakfast, late breakfast, like I would always get sauce, the sandwiches and the French toast sticks. So I gained a lot of weight because just the access of food and then the lack, like I wasn't on a, on a team. I did the lack of physical activity per se. I wasn't really working out as much. I wasn't conditioning like I would when I was in high school. And my body was changing. Like, it wasn't a high schooler anymore. So after freshman year, my sophomore year, I believe, I was walking from, because we we ended up on West Campus my sophomore year. So West Campus to, I think it was Good Counsel or something. I don't know. Some One of the halls, the... um, the halls on main campus. And I wasn't even, I wasn't doing nothing crazy, but I had a brisk walk because I was running late. And I realized when I got there, I'm like panting, I'm out of breath. And I was like, this is not even normal. If I was running, I would understand, but walking fast and I'm losing my breath. Oh, nah. That was my first like shock when it came to 
yeah, you need to do something about your health physically. In terms of my full health, and you know, like I said, my mantra is like self progression. I got a life coach. Remember, they offered like like life coach. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was doing things introspectively already, looking into myself. But that was like the kick for me to do. Like, yo, you need to get yourself back. You need to get into the gym. So that summer. I said, I'm going to get a trainer. I got a trainer that summer and I never looked back. So for me, the goals that I set for myself, I accomplished. And that empowered me to be like, yo, you could do more. You can, you know, stick with it. And then it became a maintenance thing because progression isn't linear. You can't just say, yeah, I did something because you'll go and then you'll regress. And it, it happened because we're, we're fallible. We're humans. So what happened would be like, okay, I'd be doing good. And then I'll stop working out and I gained some weight back and come back to the gym. It was only recently that, cause I would take breaks. I would be like six months out of the gym and come back and have to regain my muscle memory and all that stuff like that. But working out for me is therapy. Once I start a workout, if it's a challenging workout after I'm done, I never leave a workout saying, damn, I wish I never worked out today. It's always a feeling of like, you feel accomplished. It sets the tone for the day. Like if I work out in the morning, it's like you did that workout so you can do every everything that comes your way. You got it. You know, it's like this tone and that's how I live my life. So the, what makes me go back to it, what makes me, it's really my lifestyle. It's really, it ties into so many things that so many of my mantras that it wouldn't make sense if I opted it out, you know? So and I'm, I'm lucky enough to be able to, to achieve the goals that I want with my regimen. And I, I'm knowledgeable enough to know, okay, these are the things that I want if I want to look like this. So like, like, yeah, not knocking everyone who does plastic surgery, but that work you have to put in, you know, it's not about just, and it's not just, just about working out. You have to be disciplined in what you eat as well. And if you can't be that disciplined, so that's where plastic surgery comes in. And in case you dedicate it. Yeah. Yeah. You remain kind to yourself throughout the process of working out, especially when you're not seeing the results as fast enough as you would like from all the work that you put in and you be put in in the work. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So because I've I've been in fitness for eight years or eight and some change, I know how I especially know how my body works, but I know how fitness works in general. Results will will only come as hard as you work. So they're dependent on you. And also it's relative. So you have to really know your why. You have to really know what you're trying to achieve, how you're trying to look, how you're trying to feel before you can now say, I was successful in my results. In my whole training, I stayed away from the scale. So for me, my my results don't really equate to how many pounds I've lost or how, you know, like my calorie count necessarily. It's more about how I look. So how my clothes are fitting, you know, how my can I now wear that dress that I couldn't wear before? Like I said, this month for me is a relaxed month. So I'm not really result oriented. Like it's not like, oh, yeah, I got to get to this right now, right now. I just know I have to maintain. So the bottom line for me is maintenance. Anything else is added on the top. So if I need to look good for like, okay, I have an event coming up. I have a shoe. I have to do this. I will put in that work. And then I already know it's dependent on me. So if I don't achieve that, because I I already know like it takes me two weeks to lean out because the way my body is like there's certain and this comes with years and years and years. This isn't something that someone who just working out will understand or get to. But for me, it's about understanding your body as well. Like that's how you can determine what results look like. Because a lot of people, they start working and they're like, oh, I want to look like you. And I'm like, yo, it took me eight years to look like this. Like y'all have to understand it's not just I woke up and I'm like this. You know what I mean? This was a constant thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
What has been your biggest lesson throughout this journey to date? Oh, yes. My biggest lesson would be like, you are not your failures. You're not your failures at all. Like I said, there's been times where I've I've dropped the ball and I have taken breaks out of the gym like six months at a time. I've gone through a depression, like a depressive state throughout those eight years that I've been in fitness. So even though fitness has been my therapy, there are times where I opted not to use it as therapy. And I just was like, no, nah, I'm going to I'm just going to be sad. I'm just going to be depressed. I'm just going to eat my troubles away. Mm -hmm. And I remember coming back to the gym feeling guilty and feeling like, damn, this is me. If I'm saying this is me, how can I have myself regress this way? You know, so coming out of that place where like, even though I fall, even though I, I might not get to that goal that I wanted, I still am putting in the work that that mental space where it's like, yeah, even though you you did regress, you're not that regression. You're not that failure that you, the next day is a new opportunity to do it better. Even with working out, the different workouts, when I'm learning something new in a workout and I'm not able to ace it because I'm, I'm, I always say I'm a retired perfectionist. I used to be so anal with how I did things. I needed to ace things immediately. And so even that, like knowing that, okay, I didn't ace it this time, but there's another opportunity. As long as there's life, there's another opportunity to do that. So, yeah. Mm. Would you say working out is your is your new form sanctuary? It is definitely a sanctuary. The gym is a sanctuary because people be like, oh, um, like recently, actually, funny enough, at the gym, this guy came up to me and was like, oh, I saw you staring at me. Like, what's up? And I'm like, I don't even know who you are. I don't even know. Like, I was never staring at you. And it's literally because when I work out, I am tunnel vision. Like, even if I don't have my headphones on, I'm very much so focused and it's, I go, I literally go somewhere else when I start working out. I tap into this place where it's like, like my self-talk is so positive. I'm able to motivate myself to do more, to push harder. And it's, like I said, it's a thing. It becomes like the safe space, this meditation space for me, because I am literally, literally talking to myself. I'm egging myself on. I'm saying, yeah, you, you can do it. You can push past that minute. You can push past your, your personal record. So when I come out of it, I'm like, yo, it's literally this little mini retreat that I have in my head every time I work out, literally. Mm-hmm. How did you get your focus like that? Is that through the years as well? I would say yes and no. I think because when I first started, I wanted it really bad. And also, I think just being active for me, dancing, jumping rope, things, many like stuff like that has always been something that I like doing. And so for working out, I think I knew that if I wanted to achieve goals, I couldn't go in the gym and, and start talking to everybody here. I couldn't go into the gym and and like, I try to give myself an hour, an hour and a half in the gym at most because I don't have all the time in the in the world to work out. So if I have results and I have a, a limited amount of time to do so, I have to be focused. I don't have time to be not in that space for me, you know? And then on top of it, if I don't tap into that, it's not, it's not like regretting, but I end up not showing up for myself. Mm -hmm. So when I let myself do the bare minimum, when I let myself be mediocre, I am not showing, I'm not showing up for myself. I'm not doing the best that I can for myself. And for my, my life mantra as, as well is that I can't expect someone to do what I can't do for myself, which is show up fully for myself. So Showing up fully, what it looks like in working out for me is being completely present. Showing up fully in someone else's life is being completely present. Showing up fully in someone's lecture is being fully present. Showing up fully 
in, in a conversation, a hard conversation you're having with somebody is being fully present. So if I'm not fully present in my workouts. I'm not showing up fully for myself, you know, and that's, I'm playing myself. I'm wasting my time, you know? Right, right. right. Okay. You have people that says like, I'm in a gym. I have a trainer. I'm eating well. What else do I need? Do they need that? What we just discussed, that mental component to really be like, okay, I'm yeah. in the home. Yes. A lot of people forget their why, why they started. And that's one thing. Your why definitely changes. My why has changed throughout my journey. But I think what people need to do is take more time to reassess what they really want, why they're really there and be honest with themselves because you're saying you want to do all these things, but you're not really doing it. You know what I mean? Like I've, I know people who are like, yeah. I want to work out, girl, you know, yeah, get me, you know, and I'll start them on a workout. I'll, you know, and this is before I was even training. I'll give them a meal plan. Next day I see them, they're eating Popeye's, you know, and I'm like, then we just, they're like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna start next week. So you have to be realistic with yourself. I think some people play themselves and they're like, I do it too. Don't get me wrong. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna do that. And I don't do it because I haven't set my mind on it. So I think um, a lot of people think, if it looks like what someone else is doing outside, I got the trainer, I got the membership, I got the $300 meal package, you know, they're going to mm-hmm. deliver meals to me every day, but your mind isn't there. You're going to be get those meals and you're going to what? You're going to order pizza. You're not going to show up to your trading sessions. You're going to be like, oh, I'm tired. You're going to make every other excuse not to do the things that you promised yourself that you were going to do for yourself. And so people are playing with themselves with that, with that whole thing where they, it's you. It's really you. It's you against you. Like that's another thing. It's you against you. If you say you want to do something, you're the only person that is now in your way. You know what I mean? When when it comes to achieving results, if you're not showing up for yourself and you're not dedicated to that, it's not going to look how you want it to look at all. That's so true. And that's with everything in life, whether school, whether gym, whether whatever, like if right. You're not showing up. How can you expect other people to show up if you're not showing up for your exactly? Exactly. The consistency of it all. Like, what is consistency? It's just showing up for yourself every time, even when you fail, even when you don't feel like it. So I often say, and I get this from my trainer. There's a huge difference between discipline and motivation. Mm. And for me, consistency aligns very closely with discipline versus your motivation. Because there are days where it's raining, I'm cold, I'm tired, I'm, I don't want to. Like literally, I walk in there in the gym and say, I don't want to do this, but you know you have to. Like, And that's the difference. Discipline is knowing that the things that you have to do and doing them regardless of if you want to. Staying consistent, saying that, man, I'll, I really don't want to go to the gym today. There's times I pull up to the gym, I'll be in the parking lot for 15 minutes telling myself like, it's a constant conversation. Like, girl, you can leave. Nobody knows you pulled up. You can literally go. Nobody Nobody's going to know you didn't work out. And I'm like, okay, how is that helping me? How is that really helping me? How am I getting better? I just pulled up to the gym, another chance, another opportunity. Now, I may not have tomorrow to get better and I'm just going to leave it. You know what I mean? So those are the talks that I have with myself. And then consistency now comes when you are choosing to do what's better for you versus what I think consistency also is when you now honor the promise that you made to yourself. Mm. So now say I promise and I say, I will do this for me. I want to do this for me. And you are honoring that day, day by day. That is consistency and consistency flops when you're not doing that. Wow. Wow. We just got to let that just sit. (laughs) Yes. The promise to yourself. I like that. 
I know personally I have to do better with that. We all we all have places in our life that we can do better, you know, and that's and again, it's not to throw shade or make anyone feel bad, you know, but it's just that real talk that we have to have with ourselves. Like, yo, if we if I'm really trying to do this, I got to really do this, you know. Right, right. I know you say you listen to audio books while you work out, but do you have like a certain playlist that you work out? Oh, it changes. Like, like I said, some days I'm in this introspective mode that I have to tap into that, whether it's for the motivation for the little extra push. And then other times I just, my, I'm Nigerian. So Afrobeats is always something that gets me up and going. I always feel like dancing. I always feel like moving. So if I'm listening to Afrobeats, that second set that I'm like lagging on, I can now have the energy to now do it. Trap always and everywhere. Anything that makes me drop low in, in at a party yeah. <laughs> motivate me to drop low in a squat while I'm squatting, you know? So it definitely does vary. I sometimes will listen to... Um, meditation sounds you know like literally just meditation music it literally depends on where my headspace is when I walk into the gym some days I don't know and I just do shuffle and let my all my songs just do what they do so it depends I don't have a set like go-to playlist but yeah it, it really just depends on how I'm feeling okay I I tried running to like gospel music and mm-hmm. I felt like this video I had saw with this guy like playing my worship music. I didn't stop. I'm crying. I'm like, yeah. God, like, yeah. oh God, I can't listen to this while I'm trying to work out because it's <laughs> to a worship service and I can't do it. Yes. I like listening to gospel music when I'm doing long runs. And like you said, it is a whole worship. Like you feel it. You're like, yo, I'm lost in it. I'm lost in, in the worship that's that I'm listening to, you know? That's good because when I did my 5K, I did it to a gospel playlist. I was like, I felt good with it. (laughs) What type? Well, you you did definitely answer this about the mental work and the work ethic that is required to achieve and attain the success that you've shown us daily through working out. And like, thank you for showing us and thank you for telling us about, you know, what it requires mentally and the work that is needed. Because, you know, I think sometimes media be having us like, oh, black girls don't sweat or right. we sweat, we're not as sexy or whatever. And I'm like, yo, we need a whole campaign called Sweater yeah. because, right. I mean, we, you know, when we sweat, we make it look sexy. Yes. I think we're the sexiest when we sweat. I think the browner, like we are glistening. When I'm at the gym, it's like, oh, you're glowing. I think sweat makes you glow, you know, it makes mm-hmm. you radiate. And sweat is actually you getting rid of toxins. So if you don't sweat, that's that's problematic. Health-wise, when you sweat, you're actually getting rid of your toxins. So you should sweat. You shouldn't feel bad about sweating, you know? Yeah, we need that. And we need to, like, yeah. showcase us sweating in all areas of motion. Yes. Now, you being a naturalista, how does that work for you while working out? Because you know, black women in particular, like, I at my hair, I right. can work out with my hair, this, that, and the third. Right. It's an interesting question because of very low maintenance. I wore my first wig, I want to say last fall was when I first started wearing wigs. I'm very late to the game when it comes into like other hair care aside from my hair care. The lifestyle that I live with working out, I can't really do the blowout look. Mm-hmm. for an extended period of time which which is unfortunate but for me 
the way that I show up naturally, I think I'm the most beautiful that way. Um, so when it comes to my fro, which is what I rock mostly because that's the easiest thing to do with the lifestyle that I live. Like I, if I decide to blow my hair out, it's the done bun the next day. Like I'm not, it's, it's not going to stay. Like it frizzes up, you know, my curls come back. The curl pattern is right back to it. And I'm just like this big frizz ball. So I have to forfeit certain hairstyles, which is, it's a catch 22. So I just don't know me, myself, I'm not really privy to maintaining a frontal while working out because to me, it just seems like a lot. And I'm very low maintenance. I rather the wash and go. I rather the get up and go. Like I haven't washed my hair in probably a week. I have a satin pillowcase. I literally get up, shake it off and go. The fro works best for me because I am unable to, I don't, I don't do too much. I don't spend too much time on my hair. So, but another woman, another woman who's into, cause I know certain women who are in the fitness and I don't know how they do it. I really don't know. They just look like dolled up all the time and they're laid and, you know, I be sweating. Like the way that I sweat, there's no way that glue can stay on me ever. You know, I tried it once too with my hairdresser. I was like, you know, I'm going to try and work out with this wig on. Mm-hmm. But it did not last at all. So I just have gotten to the place where I'm comfortable with how I look with my hair. And so I don't have to do too much. But like I said, it's very hard to maintain like the slick type of look Mm -hmm. because of the activity that I do yeah I saw a girl with a full face makeup on working out and I was like how sweaty I I don't understand it I don't understand it it really does speak to that image on that we have in the I call it the matrix in social media where women are working out with full faces and you're you're supposed to look this like this pretty angel while you're working out and I don't I look like a beast like literally I'd be sweating panting face crazy so it's like that whole um idea where like even though you're working out you're supposed to be dainty and pretty I I I have a problem with in media I have a problem with that in media but the result is women coming to the gym with full face and makeup you know obviously they might have some internal work they, they need to do to not be, you know, but that's a result. Yeah. While working out is a deeper issue that they're not exactly. tapping into. Exactly. What keeps you grounded throughout all of this? Um, God. <laughs> God, definitely God. Um, like I said, reassessing my why, reassessing the, the reasons why I'm doing the things I'm doing. When I say I reassess my why, my why has changed since I started. When it was just about me, it's not just about me anymore because now sometimes I won't want to go to gym and what motivates me to go is that I know that I'll be inspiring someone else to go. So really, really dialing back and saying, okay, what are the reasons? What am I trying to do? I'm not just doing this for me. And I can't really just do this, that, and the third. I need to really focus. I need to first ask God for direction. First, have him bless whatever I need to do, have that conversation, and then move forward with like, okay, the other reasons why. But knowing your why will really set the tone for keeping you grounded, keeping you dialed back to the reasons why you're doing the things you're doing. And keep you getting up and going forward. Now, Jen. Do you think those flat tummy tees and ISO tees really work? I mean, we see it all over the gram, and I have to see it actually. I'm like cringing to admit that yes. I did the flat tummy tee, and I'm like, I ah, don't even work. Do you think it works? 
So it's weird. No, I actually don't. I don't support any of that. I don't support, what is it? The Nutrisystem, Nutriburst. I don't support any of those things. I always, I'm all about holistic, natural ways in, in achieving results. And I feel like what happens with those type of supplements, and I, I don't know, like full disclaimer, I don't know too much about flat tummy teas. I just know it's a, a tea that certain women promote on Instagram to help slim your tummy you know what i've heard about is it, like it's literally just a laxative and it makes you go to the bathroom and it's like a it's that type of thing but i don't really know the ingredients in it you know like i said i'm all about a holistic natural way of getting to your goals if i have to take supplements i don't even do pre-workouts you know so i'm very all about literally what you put in really determines how you feel so I'm, i don't subscribe to those ads or anything like that because I can, I can still achieve the results holistically and the things that I ingest. I can see how someone who's struggling with achieving those results can lean into getting flat tummy teas. And, and I can see why. But I, I'm, I have to say, full disclaimer, I've been approached to promote some of these products and I've just I've said no because it's not my lifestyle and I, I don't believe that they work. And I feel like more women should take that stance and, and actually decide not to, regardless of the bag that you're getting for promoting something that isn't necessarily the the natural way. It's not natural. Right. And it's perpetrating. Like, you got yeah. up here telling me you take flat tummy team when you got surgery. Like, sis. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. That as well. That as well. Yes. Exactly. Uh, what is yeah. your biggest takeaway or joy from maintaining a balanced and healthy fitness journey? You know, what you put in is how you, what you radiate out. So a lot of people, they're like, you know, what's your skincare routine? I'm like, honestly, it's honestly what I'm ingesting physically, mentally, emotionally. I'm able to ward off more stress now because I'm using tools that help help me do that. It's really like how you feel. How, How are you feeling? You know? Does your body feel okay? Are you having aches? Does, is your mind clear? You know, those things really do matter. Yeah. What advice do you have for our listeners who want to really get their lives back together and get it right, get it tight? Where should they start or where should they pick back up at? They need to start from inside. They have to look at themselves. They have to ask themselves the questions of why am I doing this? If your goal to, to work out is that you need to look good by vacation time, that's not a bad goal, but be honest with yourself and say, this is what my goal is. I'm going to be consistent enough to do this. I'm going to honor this promise that I made to myself to do this and commit to it. I think a lot of people, they like the idea of being on top of it, being fit, but they don't really take into account the work that comes with being in that lifestyle. It's a lot of work. I can't explain to you like, how hard is it? How hard it is sometimes to just get out of bed and just go to the gym. It's a lot of work, a lot of mental work. So if you're not mentally strong, if you're not emotionally strong, there's days where I would be going through stuff and literally start bawling on the treadmill. I had to get off the treadmill and cry and release real quick before I continue my workout. So those are the things where if I was like, if I didn't, if I said, oh, I'm going to stay home because I don't feel good. I don't give me, I don't give the opportunity myself to even feel any better because I've already said in my mind, I'm not going to feel good. I'm going to stay home and sit in this, whatever, you know, don't get me wrong. It's okay to feel, but you can still feel and do things that are still helping you feel better. still helping you better yourself. You really got to check yourself. It's a, it's an internal work that you have to do before you can start doing stuff externally, because if the internal isn't all right, there's no way that you're going to get your results. No, I'm telling you, there's really no way. And you, if you don't, 
rectify what's good with you inside and your goals and your why and be able to ward off any distractions and stay consistent, then you're not going to be successful in your results. And that's for everything, not just fitness. Right, right. I think people also have to realize we feel so much and just as just as quick we are we're able to feel those negative things, we have to be just as quick to release them as well because absolutely and they go. Absolutely. You feel and release. That's literally another one of my sayings. You feel and release. And I be releasing I don't care. I'll cry in front of you if I need to cry, you know, because I need to, I need that stuff to get out of me. Mm-hmm. I really need it to just go away so that all the positive energy can come back. So absolutely. That's good. Well, thank you, Jen, for blessing podcast with your presence, girl, and all the gems you drop. Looking, I'm so looking forward to getting on my own body right side. I can't wait. Yes, girl. <laughs> girl. But you know, yeah. I like working out, but sometimes mm-hmm. but you do need that trainer who really is right there with you, getting it. No, absolutely. I have a trainer. I've had a trainer for years. He's like family now, but I agree with you because even though I'm there for myself, some days he's like, yeah, you could do a little more. He adds that extra pressure. So definitely. Yeah. So we'll keep doing your thing because we are watching. I'm like, yes, this is, this is goals right here. Like (laughs) realistic. Cause you know, sometimes you see these Instagram people and you're like, is that realistic? But for your journey and to know that you're like doing, you're approaching it holistically. It's like, oh, it's attainable. Like you make, me look at you and be like oh me too like I can do that too absolutely and that's what it's about that's what it's about well good people it's time for us to put y'all down to some good eats you know we are coming to y'all with the good physical food now so me personally I'm shouting out Jordan Johnson's gourmet seafood located 7199 Bustleton Avenue, which is in the Northeast section of Philly. And let me tell y'all something. I don't go to the Northeast for nothing, but I will travel for food. So <laughs> if it's in the Northeast, here I am. And it's BYOB. And I love a BYOB. And it's black owned. Y'all know that. Yes. Oh, and I love their Caribbean curry fries and their signature shrimp fried rice. Like his shrimp fried rice is better than your local Chinese stores and the mm-hmm. portions are hefty. So please, people, go check them out. Let them know Good Food, Good People podcast sent you. And remember to take a picture, tag me, chat with me so I know you went. I can't hear your thoughts. OK, so Jen, who are you shouting out? Um, In terms of restaurants, there's so many up in Jersey. Um, Guys, I'm from Jersey, but... I would say right now the restaurants, they're next door to each other, literally, um, in Newark on Central Ave. One of my, my favorite places is called the Zucchini Bar. It's all the all the food there is vegan. It's alkaline too. They have a raw bar where they oh, they serve just raw food. They have more of a dessert, which is the Zucchini Bar, more desserts, more artisan type of because their menus change every day. And then there's Blueberry Cafe where they have Dr. Sebi style meals. So literally that three, you could, you could live and eat good off of those three restaurants right there. And so that's who I'm going to shout out. They're black owned. They've all, they've been feeding our community good food for about like, I want to say probably seven years. And they're located on, I know Zucchini Bar is 547 Central Ave in Newark, New Jersey, but they're literally next door to each other. Like if you find one of them, you'll find all of them. Okay, okay. I will definitely be checking them out. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, folks, that is all. And thank you for tuning in and listening. And if you haven't already, please follow Good Food, Good People Podcast on Instagram at G-D-F-O-O-D-G-D-P-E-O-P-L-E-P-O-D. And please, Jen, let everyone know where they can follow you and get hella motivation. Yes, y'all. I am on Instagram at Stallion Fitness underscore underscore so that's stallion regular spelling fitness regular spelling underscore underscore so you guys can find me there my website also is www.coachstally.com lots of stuff coming to you um in terms of meal plans and in terms of workout videos soon so stay tuned stay tuned oh we can't wait go follow Neil, y'all i'm telling y'all y'all blessed Okay. Be blessed, y'all, and remain a blessing. Remain intentional and always seek God and make Him first and make time for Him before you do anything else. Okay. Be well, good people. Eat good. Surround yourself with good people and remember to bring good and all the goodness there is home first. So, see you next time. Love y'all. Thanks, Jen. No problem. Take care.